Welcome back to The Old Goal of Truth. I'm Bryce. And I'm Alex. This show is all about exploring self-improvement through philosophy. This season, we're studying Nick McKeon Ethics by Aristotle, and this past week, we studied Book 8. If you're just joining us now, we encourage you to start at the beginning of this season and read along with us. So Alex, how have you been doing this week? I've actually been doing really well. Um, <laughs> this week uh, has seemed wildly productive um at least on 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 some level there there are some things that i i certainly put off uh doing but i think i've gotten a lot done i've gotten a head start on a lot of things that will be coming for me in the fall so that feels good um i i've updated a lot of things i've changed a lot of things uh, if you go look at the Mecco Radio website, it is looking pretty fresh. I'm still in the middle of updates, so there's still going to be broken links and stuff around. But I'm working on it, and uh, it's starting to come together. Also, can I just say, uh, congratulations, Bryce. We walked every day this week. Yeah, it took a while to get us uh, back into that. But <laughs> but yeah, we did it. Uh, we walked every single day. Uh, I think we both got up pretty well. Some days you were up first, some days I was up first. Um, I think probably you were mostly up first. Uh, and and yeah, I think we did I think we did pretty good. So yeah, I mean, mentally, emotionally, i I feel good about this past week. I definitely got a lot done and and uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so so that's been that's been good for me as far as what's helped me this past week is just keeping to it just keep going i i kept my sleep schedule fairly regular and i got the walks in the morning and and that's been fantastic so what about you i know last week was awful for you and we talked a lot about that uh and i get the sense that this week was better but why don't why don't you fill us in yeah, so this week was definitely better. Um, it definitely had a few annoyances. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, you obviously know the whole ordeal with my phone situation. Um, so I switched phone providers and my my old phone number didn't port over. And... Um, yeah, so that just caused a bunch of problems, and unfortunately, my old provider, they don't exactly have a um, customer service side of things. It's just a uh, community where people, the community, um, help other people. It's, a really, it's, still, like, it's still really good. It was just a little painful for part of it, especially because at first I was told that the problem was um, with that company and not my new company. Um, but then I finally spoke to someone on Friday evening and she said, she's like, oh yeah, it's actually on our side. And so that actually made me feel a little bit better because it was on the side of, I can actually talk to someone about this instead of on the side of, I have no clue what to do. So, um, yeah, but, and that's gonna, she told me that it should be fixed by, by uh, Tuesday. So you know, I can, I can live with having a, a different phone number because I have to text people um, a, a decent amount. And so it's kind of difficult at times. 
Yeah. So, I mean, despite this, uh, despite this annoyance, uh, what's kind of gotten you through the week? I, one thing was definitely making sure that I did get up and do those walks. Um, just cause last week it, it wasn't good. <laughs> and so, yeah, I just kind of, I don't know this, this week was very simple. Like it just had its ups and downs and I just kind of went through the week there wasn't anything specific um, that that I can kind of point to that helped me through this week. It was just kind of another week. So, um, but on that note, um, how did you do on your physical goals, Alex? Um, I got, I think, let me count, three, three workouts for sure in in this week. Um, and and so I feel I feel good about that. I did have a stomach ache all week, which isn't a great excuse, uh, but it just kind of made me not feel like doing anything. Um, and uh, yeah, but I I think I I went out at least three times, and of course I uh, went on the walks every single morning, and I think I think every morning this week I actually did two laps of campus instead of just one. Uh, so that's that was good for me. Uh, I also I also broke my record for how many skips, how many jumps I did in a row. I think my my previous record. So I, if you recall, at the beginning of the season when I first got these jump ropes, I was just trying to get the rhythm down. I was trying to figure out uh, how to jump with with a rope, um, and I. I had a really hard time when I first started. It was like five consecutive jumps. It was awful. And then as I as I worked at it, then I I think I got up to around 50-ish, but this week I got 123. And uh I'm very proud of that. Like that's that's pretty good. That's nothing to sneeze at. So uh I was I was very pleased with my record breaking achievement. So uh, yeah, that felt good. Uh, I've also been eating better this week for sure. And, and that's been nice. Um, obviously some improvements I can make, but I'd say this week was a success. What about you? Um, the awesome part was I did end up working for, for working out four days. That actually beats it by a lot. <laughs> and cause I think in past weeks, it's literally only been one. So, yeah. Um, and then for eating, definitely didn't do well. Um, I ate Wendy's for lunch like three times this week. <laughs> um, so, yeah, oops. Um, and then on Friday, I was telling you, Alex, about this earlier. I got a free lunch from my coworker because, like, I don't know, a month or two ago, I bought lunch for for a few people at work, and then so my one coworker, she was nice enough, and she paid um, for for lunch today, or not today on Friday. <laughs> um, so yeah, and that lunch was most definitely a lot healthier than Wendy's, but but it was still technically eating out, though I didn't pay for it. Um, so this week I've got a I actually have to do up a grocery list as well, so I'll be. Uh, be working on that later today so 
So on that note, um, Alex, uh, what are your kind of initial insights from the book this week? Yeah, so this week was interesting uh, because you and I have had a lot of conversations about friendship. So it was really cool to, um, to have that in the book and, uh, and, and have that be part of our study. One of the things that this made me think of was uh, our friend Logan. Uh, I remember he took a philosophy class uh, at school. And I remember he told me that one of the first things he asked, that his professor asked the class was about unconditional love and friendship. And I, I, I thought, well, I mean, you know, yeah. And Logan says, yeah, I thought there was too. And then he explained that everything's got a purpose. You're not just friends with people just because. You're friends with them be, because they, they give something in return. And Aristotle, like we'll get more into, talks about, um, talks about utility and pleasure and how these things come into play with with our friends. So I thought it was interesting to hear about this theory of friendship because it is something that I've I've thought about a lot in the past, especially being somebody who has moved away from a lot of their friends. And then I have a lot of incidental friends because I'm away at school. And so I become, you know, relatively close with people during the semester because we have a class together. I remember there was one one class I had where at the end of the class, I was like, it was very nice being incidental friends with you, uh, you guys this semester. And, you know, because I don't talk to them. I don't chat with them. I remember who they are. I remember their names, and I'd be delighted to see them uh, again, you know. But we were friends for this class. And I just think that being aware of that is something interesting and something that we'll get into more is the conditions upon which we make friends. And, and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that more in our discussion. I think we both have a lot to say here. But what about you? What, what are your initial insights? So I was thinking about, um, about what you said. And because obviously it's, Literally, like, he ends the last book with, now that all that's left is talking about friendship. Like, that's literally how it ends. Um, so, and then when he starts this this book, it's, oh, okay, let's talk about friendship now. Um, and one thing that I actually found interesting is um, how he said somewhere along the lines of, gods can't have friends. And so I find it interesting because... Like every now and then in in philosophy, you'll you'll have the mention of gods or a god or something like that, right? And I I find it interesting because for me at least, I I feel like philosophy is kind of a little bit more um, man made. I don't know. That's I. It's it's hard to explain, but that's just kind of how how in my head it is. But he says that. He's like, gods can't have friends. And so in my head, I'm like, well, why not, right? Because if, if we're talking about how there's always a purpose to having friends, um, you look at, say, the Greek gods, where you have Zeus and Poseidon. And 
well, Zeus can't control the seas, so if he needs something to happen with water, then he has to go chat with Poseidon. In that very point, they need to be friends, or at least they have to be acquaintances where they're willing to do something for one another. And that's, I think that's something that we'll kind of get into, because I, um, I, I think we can actually just get into it now, because I'm curious on... Um, like we we've uh, we've obviously had kind of this this discussion before on our walks, um, but I want you to share what what your opinion on specifically just a friend is. So like not not an acquaintance, not a best friend, not sibling, just just a friend. So what qualifies as a friend for you? I have a lot. To, to say about what you just said. Um, first of all, uh, the idea for you, and I understand this is how you interpret this, uh, the idea that uh, philosophy is more of a man-made, a man-made thing. So the you talking about bringing gods into it um, and, and the different questions that that brings up, I, I would argue, um, and I'm sure many would, uh, are gods not man-made? right? You look at um, Poseidon and you look at Zeus and their interpretations of the world around them to explain natural phenomena, right? And so I, I would say that, I would say in this case, I think Aristotle is referring to, um, to a god as in the, the greatest of, of men, right? That there is nothing that anybody can offer him um, and, and I think that's kind of, kind of the idea, especially he goes into it later in the chapter, um, where, where he talks about, um, he, he talks about how, uh, the, a friend may not want the best for you because they, they might, the, if, if you go on from your life here and you become, you know, a God in this sense, as in you have reached your potential and you've maximized your ability to be, to be the greatest, right? Um, you leave behind a lot of friends, right? You might still have the friends for pleasure, right? But there, there is a, there is a difference there. So I think that's, that's what he means when he's saying, um, gods have no need for friendship because they don't need anything else. They are fulfilled. They have, they have maximized their happiness, right? And, and so I think that's what, I think that's an important distinction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can agree. I can definitely agree with that. Yeah. So as, as far as friendship is concerned, I have been regularly accused of having a wildly loose definition of friendship and i i will say that i have tightened my definition of friendship but i generally consider anybody whose whose presence i do not merely tolerate to be my friend if there is somebody who you know when they walk in the room i don't walk out you know i consider them a friend uh and and i would be willing and interested to to help them with things. And I think that has more to do with the type of person I am than necessarily the relationship that I have with 
other people specifically. Now, um, to that, I do have varying levels of friends, right? I have friends like Seth and Logan who, you know, they can call me anytime and I'd be delighted to have a conversation. But then I have other friends, uh, specifically, you know, friends in the in the podcasting world who usually our meetings, though I consider us friends and though if, you know, if they ask me, hey, can I talk to you about something going on in my personal life? I'd say absolutely, sure. But we don't we don't have that relationship our relationship is built on something else right our relationships built on podcasting that we have in common and so most of our meetings are for recordings or uh, sometimes the ones that i'm closer to uh, it's for brainstorming or just asking questions giving ideas right and so there's a variety of friendships uh, like Aristotle talks about with there being friendships of utility and friendships of pleasure. But I'm curious to see your perspective. I kind of went on a long rant, kind of picking apart everything uh, that that I wanted to there. I, I'm interested to hear your perspective on what on what a friend is to you. It, it's kind of funny because I'm in a sense, I'm also in in the same boat um, because I mean, I, I'm a friendly person, right? There's a reason why you're called friendly when you're just nice to everyone, right? Um, so, in a sense, yeah, it's like for, for me, it's the same thing that, that it's everyone's my friend, right? Like, for if I had an acquaintance, it would be someone who it's like, if I see them and I'm in a bad mood, I don't really want to talk to them, right? If they're just an acquaintance. That's, uh, it's it's bad way of putting it, but that's kind of the closest that I can put it for that to kind of show that line in between the two. But then literally everyone else, it's like, yeah, I'll... <laughs> so basically in a sense, I like being friends with everyone um, and like no matter who you are kind of thing obviously like there are some people where it's like oh I don't really want to talk to you um but but I try to be a friendly person and I try to consider everyone my friend um but when it comes to like actually being friends like me going and talking to the person or frankly in a sense um friending someone on Facebook <laughs> Unless there's, like, a, a purpose for me to friend someone on Facebook, I'm not going to friend them on Facebook. And that's... the and, and Facebook's my only social media. Like, I don't have Instagram. I don't have Snapchat. I don't have Twitter. I don't have Pinterest. Like, I don't have anything like that. Um, it's literally just Facebook. And because I just... I, I only use it for communication, and and seeing like what's going on in certain groups like you and I were the same with how we just unfollow everyone we have nothing against these people we just don't really because like there was one point in time when I sat there for hours on end just scrolling through my news feed and and I <laughs> I just felt like I wasn't doing anything with my life. So 
it it has absolutely nothing doesn't even have anything to do with um I don't care what's going on in your life because I do but I just there's so many people like I definitely don't have as many friends as some people do on Facebook and I find that I have like too many people to actually follow and keep up with sort of thing right so so yeah um I would say, like, our definition of just a, a, a simple friend is, um, is, is the same, right? Like, because you just have friends of the moment where it's like, oh, it's nice to hang out with you at school or at work or whatever, but afterwards it's, yeah, we're probably not going to talk again. Um, if I see you at the grocery store, I'll say hi or whatever, but that's probably the extent of it. Yeah, um, and something I wanted to bring up in our dis- our discussion here is uh, this article, and actually there are a few different ones um, that come from The Art of Manliness, where they talk about friendship, obviously generally with respect to men, uh, but I think it applies to women as well. And I think they can at least gain insight in, into, you know, the lives of other people and how they might view friendships. And they had, they had a guest on and I forget his name, but I'm going to link this episode in the show notes. And he talks about, um, he talks about the different types of friendships we have and how we have different types of friendships when we're younger than when we're older, similar to what Aristotle says they actually in the episode uh, reference uh, Nicomachean ethics. Uh, I'm about to sneeze. One second. It's stuck. It's stuck. Wait. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it's gone. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so, uh, but it's a really interesting podcast episode because he they they have this conversation about the different types of friends you have. And you and I were actually talking about this, I think, Uh, last week where you have work friends you have friends who see you in that space and then you might have friends from a community organization right like like a church or some sort of social club right uh for me i have a large group of friends from the podcasting world people i know exclusively because i messaged them on twitter said hey do you want to be on my show can i be on your show we sat down we chatted we enjoyed each other's company and now we text every now and then and keep up with each other and, and what we're working on, right? And so we have these varieties of friendships, and each one serves a different purpose. In this episode specifically, it talks about the importance of even though you may have had your best friend be your best man at your wedding and you've known each other for years and all of these things, he might not always be there. He may go and move to a different place. And I mean, like I mentioned, Seth and Logan and several other people I could throw onto that list. Um, I call them, you know, once a year, maybe, right? Depending who they are, right? And, and so it's, they're not going to be there when, um, if I were married, if my marriage is, is in trouble, right? They're not there. They, if I live thousands of miles away from them, they don't even know my wife, right? They don't know who I'm in a relationship with because our relationship is every six months or every 12 months and over the phone. 
And so you need friends close to you. You need friends who are going to be there right now. And maybe when you move or when they move, you never talk to them again. But in that time, in that moment, you required their friendship. And I think that says a lot to what um, Aristotle talks about here is that there there's some sort of utility, right? Both sides are getting something out of it. And depending on the relationship, that might change from person to person, right? Uh, Bryce, I'm, I'm curious, why, why are you and I friends? Um, well, I mean, part of it is because we're siblings, but frankly, even though you're siblings, you don't have to be friends. Um, I, I think, I think part of it is kind of how we grew up and like we grew up together. We, we came from uh, a mixed family, um, that we kind of needed to, to lean on each other for support. Um, we like, we had to be those friends, um, of, of utility, but then also in a sense of pleasure. Cause like sometimes we would play together. Um, and, and do different things together, right? Um, but we're always getting something out of it, right? Yeah. And, like, it's what you were saying this morning, too, though, is that you would never call a friend every morning to go on a walk with. So there's, there, there's it's, it's a mix of, like, we're friends, we're brothers, and we just have this nice relationship, Right. So it's I I find that when it comes to friends, it's the same thing that Aristotle said about good. There's no universal good. Honestly, one day in a million years, like it could never happen or it could happen tomorrow. One of us does something stupid and it's like, well, I don't want to be your friend anymore. <laughs> I don't want to be your sibling anymore. Like, I mean, you'd have to do something pretty stupid, but... But it's just kind of one of those things where where it could change, right? Just like how a, a friend of yours could move away. Right, yeah, and and watching for that change. And I, I mean, maybe not watching for it, like sitting and waiting, when do I get to end this friendship? But being aware that when, when those changes happen, that that friendship, the you know, the the quote-unquote contract, the social contract or the bond that you've created is going to be rewritten, right? Whether explicitly or not. I have, I have some friends, um, some people who I would consider friends. Let's go with uh, the example of my professors who, who I work with on a regular basis um, on simulations for their, uh, for their uh, classrooms. And, and this is something I was mentioning to you this morning is that when I, when I move away, um, I'm not going to text them, uh, you know, so regularly, I'm not going to message them so regularly, unless we still maintain that working relationship. And that's just on the basis of what our friendship, what our relationship is based on, is that they saw that I had a skill that they think would apply usefully to their course, and I am happy to oblige because I get paid and I get mentoring from PhDs, right? And so that gives me 
that opportunity to uh, work with them and enhance my skills. And then what do they get out of it? Well, they get a simulation. They get something that they can apply to their classroom and something that, uh, that they can be proud of and something that will hopefully help the next generation of students, right? And so we're both in it for different reasons, right? Because I'm not that interested in teaching uh, a macroeconomics class, right? It's not something that really appeals to me. But because I have this opportunity to do it that also provides me with other things, I'm happy to make that exchange, right? And, And I'm happy to call... Uh, the the people that I work with, my friends, right? And and so that's kind of an, it, it's an interesting look, an interesting thought that uh, that I mentioned earlier that our our friends are, you know, essentially a means to an end, right? And it, it sounds so schemy when you say it like that, right? But something that a quote I pulled from the audiobook was most men while they wish for what is noble choose was choose what is advantageous so we might think that we want to we might want to do all of these things we might want to inspire people and and do something just wonderful just out of the kindness of our heart but of course we're always going to choose what's going to move us ahead and our own personal messaging ahead um, so I'm I'm curious to hear uh, your thoughts, Bryce, on what what are the terms of somebody being your friend? What is that friendship contingent upon? Well, so for just being a friend, I mean, really, you just have to be a nice person. I'm well. <laughs> um. Like, okay, maybe just saying that isn't, for example, um, I have a coworker and, and I would, I would consider him a friend in, um, the coworker area. Um, so like, I mean, he's not someone where I would go and hang out with after work or anything. Um, and but he's I like him um we like we don't work closely together but we we see each other usually once a day um and but he he he's got a bit of a temper and but for me I just I just stay on his good side like I I try to be nice to him I I've tried to get to know him a little bit Um, so maybe like if, if I do see that he's having a bit of a bad day, then I can ask him, like, I know one thing that he likes is fishing. So there's been times where it's like, I see him having a bad day. I'm like, oh, do you have any fishing plans for this weekend? And it kind of pulls his mind off of having a bad day. Right. And so like when work's done, like I won't be talking to him, um, if I leave or if he leaves, we probably won't talk to each other. But like, if I saw him at the store, I would 
say hi, I would see how he was doing. Honestly, it just kind of depends on the area. If if you want to be a friend um, that I invite into my home, well, it would be nice if you had the same standards as me or very similar because, I mean, no one's going to have exact um, where it's like you have to get exactly 90% on this test or you fail. So, yeah, like, gotta you have to have similar standards and stuff to for for me to really like invite you into my home and hang out with and stuff but generally like I just like people I try to be nice to people I find people interesting so like and and that's the thing is that I've found that if you try and be friends with everyone yeah there's gonna be some people that just don't like it um but honestly it brightens their day um, I've got, <laughs> um, last week I was talking about my socks, right? So I have one coworker, she's not doing well at all. And she, she stopped in, um, at work and, and I showed her my socks and she, she smiled and she's like, I really like it. It actually does make me happy. And so it was nice. And it's kind of, it's a weird thing to say that it was literally just my socks um, that just kind of made her happier. Um, but it's something that, that just being nice to people really pays off. Like that's, so that's like, obviously I'm not, I'm not a perfect person. Some, some people will definitely tell you that I'm rude and, and, you know, I try not to be, but sometimes it just happens. Like, there's, there's some jokes that I can make with some of my coworkers that I can't make with, like, some of my outside-of-work friends. Because they just, they, they don't get it. I mean, my, uh, you know Dan. Him and I, like, you know who he is. He, he makes fun of people. But that's just kind of his personality. That's just what he does, right? So, a lot of the time at work, we just kind of make fun of each other like it's not like this huge thing where like we really be mean to each other but we just make jokes every now and then um and but it's like there's sometimes like I'll I'll say something when I'm not at work uh to my non-work friends that it would be normal to my work friends and my other friends will look at me and be like what <laughs> did you seriously just say that right so so on that level it 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 really like it it's really hard to to pin down a friend or like what um like the specifics of a friend because there's kind of there's different levels to different things if i want to like if i'm going to trust you with certain things obviously i need to gain your trust right? Which for me is difficult, even though people think it's really easy because it seems like I'm a, I'm an open book, but I'm not. Um, so yeah, so like it just kind of, it depends, but my, my rule of thumb is that, you know, if you just be nice to everyone, it will pay off in the end. Right. Yeah. And I, 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 I think that that's a, an important point to make is, is that when you're in a friendship, when you're in any sort of relationship that you do give, right? And that you're aware of what the other person is expecting 
and that you're aware of what they're intending to give. And so I, I really think that that's, that's an important point to make. And, um, and yeah, something, something that I'd like to add to that as well is, is that we, we want to give the greatest good because I think we're trained that if we give the greatest good, we will receive the greatest good. I think it, you know, relationships are a give and take, right? It's I'm, I'm here because, um, like I'm here recording with you right now, Bryce, because I know that you've read the book this week, you've studied it, you've thought about it, you've come prepared with some thoughts, and you're ready to have this conversation with me. If, if there wasn't that happening, this would be canceled, right? We would cancel the show and say, well, that was fun, right? And, and we'd move on because if we're not both putting that in, that relationship is over. We'd still be brothers and we'd still chat, right? But that part of our relationship would fall apart because we're not meeting the expectations that, that we should, right? It's like we've agreed to go on walks every morning. And the reason that we keep doing it is because we both show up, right? I think that that is such a solid part of relationships is that we show up. And I think that there there's an awareness of, of what one person is willing to put into the relationship. Um, and, and I think that's important to just be aware of that. But yeah, do you have any, any other thoughts, thoughts to add to this conversation on relationships before we get on with our action items? Yeah, one thing um, that I wanted to add, just because I've seen, I've seen this happen in, in the past um, a, a number of times, where um, someone will go into a relationship and like specifically this is people dating um and they're just they're afraid to get out of it because they don't know what will happen next um and and honestly in in general um people are afraid of what will happen next so one one thing that that i i I keep thinking about is that if if something isn't working for you change it um a a friend of mine she she just broke up with her her boyfriend and uh, when they broke up he said um he said yeah I haven't been feeling the same way about you that you felt for me for the past month and a half (laughs) <laughs> and she just looks at him. She's like, you couldn't have just told me this a month and a half ago? Because the, the problem is, is that, well, he feels like, I don't know exactly what he felt, but um, it, it could be that he felt like he wasn't getting anything out of the relationship. So obviously he stopped liking her, but he stayed in the relationship. And, and that just causes problems. Yeah, it sucks to break up in general. 
Um, but when you stay in something that isn't good, then it's like it, it's really just going to go downhill. I, I had a friend, um, they, him, him and his girlfriend, they, they broke up countless times. And because they knew that they weren't good for each other, but they didn't want to go find someone new. They didn't want to be single again. They, they didn't want to be lonely. And so they stayed together. And man, let me tell you, it caused so many problems. It drove me nuts and it drove her roommate nuts too. So it's not like sometimes, and this is for everything too, is that um, like we were talking about last week about kind of, or I think it was last week, about how um, thinking before you act. And, and this is the same thing because it's like you may think that it only affects one person, but it might actually in reality affect 10 people. Yeah. So that's that's just kind of one of those things that that I was I was thinking about, um, and that's that's why for me, um, like when I pick my close friends, I pick them carefully, um, but that's why I'm also friends with everyone. Yeah, I think I I think that's a th- those are some interesting points, um, and, and I do think that it is really important to choose people wisely who we surround ourselves with and and to be cautious and aware that just because you're with them and you're scared of the future doesn't necessarily mean that it's the right place to be um yeah and i i think we'll we'll have more discussions on that soon especially um as we when we get into the next season um in a couple months here when we start talking about stoicism and how to deal with those pesky emotions but in the meantime uh how do you plan to improve this week bryce do my meal planning (laughs) i need to i need to make sure that 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 gets done and one thing that i would like to do is i've i've sort of gotten better with it um but one thing that i would like to do is just kind of cut the the tv watching the movie watching and stuff um because i feel like a lot of the time i get home from work and then i sit on the couch and i start watching something and then i end up falling asleep <laughs> and then i wake up and it's like eight o'clock and i'm like oh i'm supposed to be going to bed in like an hour this doesn't work because <laughs> i just slept for two hours or whatever it may be so, so that's, that's one thing I just, I kind of need to find something to do. Um, so yeah, well, this week it's kind of figuring out what I'm going to be doing. Um, and then kind of going from there. So, uh, that's how I'm going to improve this week. Uh, what about yourself, Alex? Um, for me, I think, uh, I'm, I'm going to do, I don't know, what am I what am I going to do? I guess I'm just going to get the things done that I need to get done. I'm going to stop. I'm going to focus. And and I'm going to make sure that I, I am fully prepared and fully ready for the fall when it comes. Uh, because it is coming quick. I have one month to get all of the simulations ready for my professors. 
And um, yeah, and so I think this week it's just going to be sit down, no distractions. And I, I wanted to mention this last week, actually, um, and I only just remembered to bring it up, is that I had a brief conversation on Twitter with my friend Matt Mort, and um, he was talking about focus. And I was telling him how distracted I get by my phone. And I... Um, and I, I thought, you know what, why, you know, cause I'm always checking it. I'll be typing, 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 and then I'll just click, check my phone. Nothing happened. There's nothing there. There's nothing to look at. And, and so what I did that day after that conversation with Matt, I actually just threw my phone on the other side of the room so that I couldn't check it unless I wanted to get up from my chair, walk over, look at it. But I knew that that would be a waste of my time because I knew there was probably no notifications. So I actually um, have started doing that. And I think this week that's something I'll continue to do is just while I'm working, throw my phone onto the other side of the room so that I can focus and just be present with what I need to get done. So uh, that's what I'm going to do. And, uh, and I guess we'll follow up on that next week. But in the meantime... That does it for this edition of The Old Goal of Truth. For next week, join us in studying Book 9 of Aristotle's Nicomachean Ethics. In particular, you can join us on reddit.com slash r slash Thanks for studying with us. Mecco.